Welcome to the All About Audiology podcast, episode 12, that's all about you. I'm your host, Dr. Lilach Saperstein, and in this episode, I'm featuring some of your voices, my listeners. Ever since I launched the podcast about two months ago, I really wanted to get your voices and your experiences involved with the show, so today I have some voice recordings that were sent to me by listeners and a special interview with my sister, Before I jump into those recordings, I do want to let you know that if you haven't downloaded the hearing aid checklist yet, head on over to the website allaboutaudiology.com or find me on Instagram, allaboutaudiologypodcast, to get your hands on that checklist. It's a one-page PDF printable that has on it a morning routine checklist and an evening routine checklist for caring for your child's hearing aids. You can also join the Facebook group to be the first one to know when I have more free printables available. And that's All About Audiology podcast on Facebook. We're going to jump right in to hear two responses that were sent in as voice memos. You can do that through the contact page at allaboutaudiology.com or DM me on Instagram or Facebook to send your voice memo responses and they might be included in a future episode. Hey, Dr. Sepperson, this is Ricky from Florida. I recently had my fourth child, and this was the first time that I got to experience the newborn hearing screening in the hospital. It was very easy, very quick, and painless. The baby didn't feel a thing. The only problem that we ran into was that the babies around in the nursery were all crying, so the machine was reading incorrect results. But... I was very happy to see that the nurse knew what she was doing, waited for them to calm down, and tried again. And I'm happy to see that the hospitals are doing what they're supposed to do and doing a really great job at it. Hi, my name is Perry and I'm from Israel. My son was born at 36 weeks and was considered a late-term preemie. His first hearing test, he failed. His second hearing test at the hospital, he failed. And then they took him for a special test the last day we were in the hospital and he did pass. It was very reassuring being able to have those tests done given that I'm hearing impaired. So it was nice to know that at least he did have hearing at the end. Um, And if he didn't, at least we knew what direction to head in. Hi, this is Batren. I am Dr. Lilach's sister. My big sister, let's not forget. I am the big sister. I'm also the coolest <laughs> one. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So in case you get confused by our voices. Um, Which is so expected because yeah. everybody says we sound alike. Then you just have to listen to the gravitas in my voice. <laughs> and then you'll know it's me. <laughs> okay. So, Batren, you have a number of children and you had most of them in hospitals. Not all of them, though. So tell us about your experience as a mother with the newborn hearing screening. Okay, so my first baby I had in America, in LIJ, I don't remember her being screened. I think it's because they took her to the nursery. And I think that I just wasn't really aware of it. And they, I, I believe they told me that she passed. My first memory of actually being screened was with my fourth baby. The audiologist student or whoever she was, she came around and 
screened the babies. And I remember when she screened her, my sister, you were already studying audiology. So I was way more educated and I knew that this was going to happen and I was excited about it happening. And then um, I remember that she checked each ear twice mm -hmm. and she wanted to make sure that her machine was working. So yeah, so I remember in my fourth one, I remember that they did it. And I also, so as you said, I had a baby at home. It was not a planned birth, but it was a wonderful birth. It was not a planned birth. <laughs> it was not a planned home birth. Home birth, yeah. <laughs> it was an amazing birth. I wasn't planning a home birth. So after I got ready and ate something, I did call the ambulance and went to the hospital. Uh-huh. I was in the hospital for three days and they I do remember that they checked his hearing. I don't remember actually seeing it, but I remember that I made sure that they did it. Mm -hmm. And then with my latest baby that is now eight months old and she is delicious, um, they actually came to the hospital room. So this was the coolest part. They had this thing that was like full rooming in in the hospital where I was staying. And this was my first time 100% with my baby in the room. Like most of the place, most of the times before, I would always say rooming in, rooming in. And yes, very nice. But like, we still take away your baby for five hours in the middle of the night between midnight and five o'clock in the morning. Um, and here it was 100% rooming in. My baby did not go into the nursery at all. All the doctors came to me and all the nurses came to me and all the tests were done in front of me. And so that was really um, made me a lot calmer. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was perfect for me. I know that some people would say like, this is totally not my thing. I don't want my baby in my room. But for me, it was really important, especially since I couldn't have a home birth. So it was the best, next best thing. You've had a number of children and you've had this different ways. So sometimes the, the test can be done bedside where the baby is with you and the technician comes to you, or it might be done in the nursery and then they'll just tell you about it. Even if you have a home birth or your baby is born not in the hospital or unexpectedly on the way. I think that happened to somebody that we know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it happened to you. It did happen to me. Uh, my third baby was born in the car on the way to the hospital, but we both ended up. <laughs> I'm so inspirational. I'm so glad that you look up to me like that and that yeah. you're following my footsteps. Yeah, you had a home birth and then I had a car birth. But anyway, even if your baby is not born in a hospital, they will get all the newborn hearing screenings, not just the hearing screening, all the screenings, um, either at the hospital when you get there or, you know, within the first day or two or at the first pediatrician appointment. So just make sure that you get the screening done. Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with my number one fan, my designer, my big sister. I know, you can, you can keep going. You know, I, I think that one of the things I like about All About Audiology is that it's not just for people who have experiences with a problem. I, thank God, have six children and all of them are hearing. And I think that it's really important to appreciate the hearing and to understand how it works. And I also think that one of the things that I really take care to educate my children in is how to prevent the hearing loss that comes from, you know, loud noises and things like that. So I appreciate the show because it really is all encompassing. I feel like you are very well-rounded and you're able to help everybody who hears it.
I'm really excited for the next episode, which again is a little bit different than what we've been doing until now. It is an interview with a friend and colleague of mine, Dr. Hadassah Kupfer. She and I are going to be discussing all about ear tubes and grommets, middle ear effusion, ear infections in childhood. So be sure to check that out later this week and definitely send in your responses to anything we've talked about on the show. And I look forward to connecting with you on Instagram, on Facebook, or through the website allaboutaudiology.com. I'm Dr. Lilach Saperstein, and this is the All About Audiology Podcast. <laughs>